stupid agenda. I like to be in gasoline. In conspiracy, worry about those that do. Well, because it's harming the country. Okay, let's get started. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the meeting. Chaplain today is Hannah Breen. Hannah, take it away. Absolutely. Um, to get us started, I would love to read an ex- um, an excerpt from a poem by Sandra Cisneros called One Last Poem for Richard. Uh, Richard, it's Christmas Eve again, and old ghosts come back home. I'm sitting by the Christmas tree, wondering, where did we go wrong? Okay, we didn't work, and all memories, to tell you the truth, aren't good. But sometimes there were good times. Love was good. I loved your crooked sleep beside me, and never dreamed afraid. There should be stars for great wars, like ours. There ought to be awards and plenty of champagne for the survivors. After all the years of degradations, the several holidays of failure, there should be something to commemorate the pain. Someday we'll forget that great Brazil disaster. Till then, Richard, I wish you well. Amen. I'll crack open a beer to that. Nice. Amen. Yeah. Oh, wow. Uh, <laughs> that was like a real poem, right? Was that about a divorce? Yeah, yeah, or just yeah, like I a don't good know. fight? I don't know. Yeah. That was a real poem. I just, I, I think that's the first time we've had a know, real poem in here. I, that's, I thought, mix it up a little bit. <laughs> just, I, it's, I, um, the way that I'm feeling is any energy goes. I love it. Thank you. Uh, welcome, everyone. Uh, perfect way to start the meeting. What is the meeting? It's our podcast, uh, where each week a member of the conspiracy selects a different subject to meticulously research. Then they bring back all that knowledge for the rest of us to discuss. Who is conspiracy? Uh, a good question, as always. Uh, we'll start with the man over here. Uh, what is the sound of one hand clapping? No one knows, but the sound of one man dabbing <laughs> is Joe me. Zoller. That's me, Joe Zoller. Dab. You can't see it because it's over the air, but I'm sure you can feel it. Because that's what's fair. Hi. Another hypothetical. What if Bigfoot could pull a sweet kickflip? It might look a little like Eric Ray. Hey. Uh, and <laughs> next to him, she's got no time for TikTok, but she's a certified savage. It's Hannah Breen. Hello. That's my name. <laughs> and l- and last but not least, number one on Joe Zoller's list of tightest holes in Cambridge, it's Romy Sklar. Yeah, hole so tight, you just might. God damn, that's a tight <laughs> hole. Sorry. I get excited when I hear about Romy's hole. And I, of course, is, uh, is, I is, I is Jake. I'm Jake. Um, <laughs> you are is welcome, Jake. Welcome to the meeting. It's our 21st episode. Uh, it's our 21st episode, so our podcast can drink, so we we are celebrating with some drinks ourselves. Uh, uh, yeah. That's a real nice time. Mm-hmm. And we've just been doing a lot of thinking about, you know, uh, what 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 is separating us, but more importantly, what brings us together, and couldn't think of a more apropos subject than... Uh, then we'll, well, I'll just I'll just send it over to Joe to talk about Joe. What are we talking about today? We're talking about my feelings. <laughs> Number one, <laughs> sadness. Why? <laughs> because my boy Little Richard is dead, and I'm not Aww. here today. Listen, mm. Little Richard lived his life. I'm not here to eulogize Little Richard. That's what BuzzFeed is here for. That's what Vice right. News is right. here for. Uh, I'm not here to talk about the fact that. You know, he was a uh, uh, rock icon. Um, he kind of invented the boundary-pushing 
uh, you know, star. Yeah. I'm not here to talk about the fact that he was None a sexual deviant right. um, in a fun way, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not uh, here to talk about the fact that he crossed sexual boundaries right. or that he loved to like shit places and give that to people mm-hmm. or drive around and just kind of like have his you know his girlfriend around with him and just right. like like to like kind of like watch her have sex with people. Mm-hmm. I'm not here to talk about any of that. What yeah. I am here mm-hmm. to talk about is his name. Richard, <laughs> a strong name, you know. Uh, it's it's beautiful. I'll give you a little history. The name Richard is uh, the Germanic first or given name. Richard derives from the old Germanic words "Rick," ruler, leader, king, and "hard," strong, brave, hardy. And wasn't he a hard king? Mm-hmm. And it therefore mm-hmm. means strong in rule. Nicknames include Richie, Dick, Dickon. Dicky, Rich, Dickin? Richie. Dickin? Like, Dickin? Like Dick like, on Stark. Like, like what Dickens is plural of? No. No, like Dick on. D- oh, Dick on. D-I-C on. Mm. Dick on. Hey, doesn't all of Romy's dating profiles describe himself as a hard king? Yeah, yeah. And that's something that I've been meaning to talk about since I came upon him with my own troll catfish file. Mm-hmm. Let's take that offline. <laughs> I wish I could. <laughs> it just goes hard king and then dick colon on. <laughs> uh, so Dicky, Rich, Richie, Rick, Rico, Ricky, hey, and others. It's kind of like me. That's kind of like you. Kinda, You're like yeah, a digital Eric. Rick. E-Rick. I wonder what Eric means. Something about Norwegian, Norwegian bullshit. Okay. Wow. Cool stuff. That's a lot of nicknames. It's got to be the most nicknames per uh, per, per source name. Mm. Yeah, how did they get to Dick, by the way? I still don't fully understand that. Uh, I looked this up a little bit. So it's uh, it comes from, I think there was a 13th century like rhyming game that was like, it's kind of like like a hop on pop. So there was a sense mm. of like, the the dick one doesn't make sense because it was like Will Will or William Will Bill makes sense. Yeah. I mean that's mm-hmm. kind of how we get the same thing. But then Richard Rich Dick was one, uh, mm-hmm. which I don't really get as much. But I kind of get it. It's like so the general theme is that just playing around with the actual words you happen upon. Yeah. Rich Ricky Dicky. Yeah. It's not, uh, yeah, who, Ricky Dicky. Who, who, yeah, there we go. Yeah. Who, yeah, like an who, association. Who did all those yeah, who did all those, uh, 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 not fables, but... Um, Aesop. Aesop. Not Aesop. He did the fables. Rumi? No. Brothers <laughs> the guys. No, what? <laughs> more fables. Um, Ricky Ticky Tavi. Who did Ricky Ticky Tavi? Are you talking about... Um, uh, Runyard Kipling. Runyard Kipling, yeah. Oh. Yeah. I bet he's where it came from. What, what? When did the word dick become associated with penis? Now because that's a question I did not look up. If that was what? before, if that was before Richard got the nickname Dick, then it's like, why would you make that the nickname? But if it no, later became yeah. meaning penis, then it's like, all right, unfortunate accident. I bet it was some like unpleasant ruler that a that a, a grumbling uh, serf was like, this guy's being a fucking real penis, and then his name became <laughs> his name became. <laughs> A substitute for penis because he was such an asshole of a king. Mm. I don't know. I'm not a historian. Anyways, uh, so <laughs> so from what I've I've just looked up, it seems like uh, the 
Dick comes from an unpleasant person, which comes from the 1869 slang dictionary offering definitions of dick as a riding whip. So a dick is somebody mm. who functions the same as a oh. riding whip. Ooh. So wait, wait, wait. It's it's separate from the the referring to it as the sex organ is separate from the 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 insult. You calling someone a dick is not necessarily calling them a penis. It's calling them a right. Like whip. I think I think it probably starts with you calling it them a like a dick. <laughs> like hey man, that guy is a dick. Hey, what do you Don't mean be, by that? What do you a, mean? In 1994, the United States, oh, where is it? The United States District Court of Massachusetts upheld a school policy under which a student was prohibited from wearing a t-shirt with a double entendre reading, see dick drink, see dick drive, see dick die, don't be a dick. Um, I guess that's at, at least the first, the first instance of when it was claimed to be an offensive thing as to where it got its... Um, vulgarity in the sense of a penis mm-hmm. mm. um mm. no it says dick is used for a slang term of detective which i technically am um all right you know there's nothing yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. i'm sorry i asked <laughs> <laughs> although i, I do want to like start uh i feel like we should use this to corner joe into being our like our mm. internet internet googler you want me to be like yeah. the joe rogan jamie yeah exactly Ooh, no, absolutely i don't know what that means <laughs> no what is joe rogan a ch- uh, it's a I'm thing i'm just kidding <laughs> i know it's very vascular jamie is joe rogan's little boy who he just says jamie look this up and he looks look it up. this up one of the most famous most pathetic people <laughs> the guy who looks stuff up for joe rogan <laughs> Yeah, it's like him and Igor. He gets a billion hits a week, but just <laughs> just to be ordered around. All right. So, well, uh, if you guys want to get into, I mean, I, I prepared this for some famous dicks. Yeah, I let's guess, get, well, get into the meat. Get into the meat of this this Richard episode. In mm-hmm. fairness, famous Richards. Um, it's famous Richards, yeah. So the first Richard we're going to get into is uh, Richard is Richard Starkey. Ooh. Hmm. Anybody know who he is? No. Sounds AKA, familiar. Ringo Starr. Yes. Okay. Oh. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Man, he did a good job changing that name. So uh, Ringo was born in uh, 1939, mm-hmm. uh, and three years into his life, the Battle of Britain was going on, uh, which Ooh. was the bombing raid from the Luftwaffe on yeah. England's mainland. Uh, and during this time, a bomb hit the, the house next to him. And uh, he had to go to the hospital for a few days and almost died, but recovered and came back. Is that what Octopus's Garden is about? Yeah, 100%. I almost died. (laughs) Well, he gets by with a little help from his friends. Uh... Also, Hmm? is that the one is that the one that was written for him? Get by with a little help, my friends. Was or that was written it, I, for him? One of them was written for him, and it'd be really just... Uh, I uh, do feel like Paul, Ironic if that was the one. That'd be upsetting because that's that's possibly my favorite Beatles song. Oh, really? <laughs> I love that song. Oh, with a, a, song. with a Little Help From My Friends was definitely written by Paul. Octopus's Garden, uh, Octopus's Garden Ringo song. wrote. Yeah, it's a great song, but like Paul would write a song on every album just for Ringo. So like the song that yeah. Ringo would sing one song every album and it was just like a song Paul would write that was like okay and he'd be like yeah sing this one 
<laughs> That's <laughs> upsetting. Actually, yeah. Um, there's oh actually, yeah. Um, I, I only have a few more Ringo facts, but yeah, he's, his, the se- he's the second drummer for the Beatles after Pete Best. Pete Best. Right. Um, and according to John Lennon, not even the best drummer in the Beatles. Yep. Which almost led him to leave the Beatles in 1968. Uh, I'm going to leave you guys. Um, and the the last fact I found out was Ringo loves The Price is Right and thinks Drew Carey looks amazing. <laughs> what do you mean looks amazing? <laughs> <laughs> Where did you pull that quote from? <laughs> Who fucking asked him about that? I don't know. I just think it's well. You know, I've toured all over the. I've toured all over the world. I I performed for millions of people, but Drew Carey is the hottest man I've ever seen. <laughs> it's also like the. It's also like one of those things that you'd never think of, but it's the least surprising thing to find out about Ringo. To be like, yeah, I love the Price Is Right. Yeah, the, the Ringo scar's got uh, lazy mornings that lead into just. I feel like right Ringo's magic. hidden talent, much like uh, uh, who's the guy for Nintendo? Um, Mario Reggie. No, 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 no. The, 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 the main developer for uh, Nintendo, his, his interest, his main like hobby. Oh, oh, the guy who measures stuff. He, he, his main oh, hobby yeah. is measuring things just by sight and then measuring them and seeing if he matches up. I feel like Ringo's main hobby is just knowing prices about consumer products. Yeah. <laughs> That's how he's staying in touch. Yeah. <laughs> He saw as a kid. He saw some politician get like the the price of a gallon of milk wrong, and he's like, "That's never happening to me. Never." I spend all my weekends in Walmart. Uh. <laughs> Ringo's just, just such a funny <laughs> person to exist. Of like, just the 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 most uh, like one of the most famous people that was swept along the most. Like I, I love yeah. him and he like kept the Beatles together in many ways by just being like a nice guy and like resolving yeah. disputes. Just being, and, like, yeah. He's a, a simpleton quality drummer, but like just the, the fact of like, I feel like he's the most well-adjusted because he never got like into any, uh, like I, the pressure was low. I feel, I feel like yeah. the pressure was on Ringo's yeah. career. Like maybe there's some internal pressure, but as far as like the, the zeitgeist wasn't upon him. But I mean, like he had some. I feel like he had to put up with some, oh, some he bullshit from up- the other Beatles and just like people thinking he's not not that good for sure. And plus, acid probably didn't work on him, so he was just kind of like <laughs> sitting there while everybody's freaking out. Well, to be fair though, if you think of the Beatles, if you ask people to name Beatles, they'll be able to name like Lennon, McCartney, and then for the people who can name a third, they'll probably say Ringo, and. George Harrison will be last even though he's way better than like than Ringo but like he's just not remarkable because Ringo's got that funny name and vibe so Ringo's like I mean, more famous than George Harrison oh yeah who, and like, he's got those offset eyes and like he's definitely and he's I mean he's one of the only two left alive mm-hmm. there was a they had a Saturday morning cartoon for a while obviously way before our time but uh, I've seen episodes of it and Ringo it was like they would go on like adventures and they're all little cartoon characters, but the Ringo character was a straight-up simpleton. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and he always, I'm Ringo. Well, if I remember, Like, Ringo, he was just Ringo... constantly falling over and getting into accident. I'm Ringo. Well, Ringo gave the lesson at the end where they'd, like, learn some lesson. and be like, well, what I think is that actually what we learned is that calling your friends bad names isn't exactly the best thing. And then everyone, everyone would be beats like, him up. <laughs> Fuck you, Ringo. Hits him with drumsticks. <laughs> Write a song. 
All right, we've got another Richard on the move on. on More Richards. This is going to be a little bit of a deep dive because this is my favorite Richard of all time. Mm. We're talking about old tricky Dick Nixon, Richard Nixon. Woo, 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 my boy. Get more excited. He's an interesting fellow. I understand that history has maligned him to be this sort of character of uh, being awful. But history, Futurama alone has defined my image of Richard Nixon. Let's get into it. I can't it. see him other than that person. Richard Milhouse Nixon, born in California. <laughs> it always gets me. It always gets me. <laughs> Richard Milhouse Nixon, born in California to a impoverished farming family. Uh, he went on to do well in school and went to Duke University, where he graduated. He then... Uh, <laughs> he then I'm, I'm still laughing at Milhouse. Yeah. He I, then went on to uh, have a career in California uh, politics, mm-hmm. after which he became the vice president under Dwight T. Eisenhower for eight years. Mm-hmm. Uh, he then famously lost to John F. Kennedy in the 1960s during an election that was widely publicized on television, a new format, Yeah, something that he was... Absolutely unsuited to. He didn't want to wear makeup. <laughs> he no. didn't want to wear makeup, and John F. Kennedy had just come back from the Caribbean with a nice tan. Uh, not easy to beat a handsome, uh, nice, nice tan talker yeah. from Boston. T- nice tan, 20 years younger, and wearing makeup. Yeah. Nixon looked like a ghoul. Um, so he's elected in 1968 to the presidency, succeeding LBJ. Uh, so let's let's get in here and let's talk about the good. A lot of things that people might not know about Richard Nixon, which is while we all dislike Nixon for his obvious flaws, it's always good to remember that he effectively opened China to the West and broke up the communist union between China and the USSR in the dog days of the Cold War. Mm-hmm. He also started the EPA, enforced oh. the desegregation of southern schools, helped usher in the Clean Water Act, and sanctioned the Apollo 11 missions. Now, the bad is that most of these things were done as uh, completely shallow means to get the American public on his side after he had started the vicious bombing campaign of North Vietnam and Cambodia during menu in 1969, Mm -hmm. which would lead to the communist takeover and genocide in Cambodia in 1970. Okay. But we're focusing on the positives. And then was implicated in the Watergate scandal during which affiliates infiltrated the Democratic headquarters at the Watergate Hotel. They're not necessarily involved. He certainly covered up the whole mess. And he was definitely an anti-Semite, as proved in the funny but awful Nixon recordings. (laughs) (laughs) Little Joe editorializing. (laughs) Look, I I don't know. They're funny tapes if you you extract it. (laughs) I don't know. Just completely forget the context. Just if you if you listen to Nixon rambling to himself, I don't know. It's pretty I think funny. it's it's funny. Yeah, it's funny. It's w- funny in the w- context. What is the old of- adage? Is tragedy plus time? Oh no! Right? Yeah, one hundred percent. Because he's just he's just a character to us. Like I was saying, he's yeah. just a Futurama character to me. The idea of Nixon being a real person, I I hope this is how like people twenty or thirty years from now are looking back on like everything Trump does of just like. How was this just not everyone rolling in the aisles laughing? Oh, I mean, we're going to get into why he was like kind of not a real person in a second. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Tricky dick. All right. So we've done the good and the bad. Now we're going to get into the weird. (laughs) Richard Nixon always wore a suit. 
<laughs> no matter what day of the week, no matter what time, whether he was alone, whether he was on vacation, whether he, he was with his family, and even at the beach. And you know what? Richard Nixon always wore a suit. Uh, <laughs> sometimes you just got one of those bodies. He was always um, depressed, always sad, constantly. Yeah, no matter yeah. what. Especially after Watergate, always muttering, yeah. always muttering to himself about the things that he had done wrong and every misstep he had taken and how the American people were not suited to his presidency, which is not how it goes. Wait, wait, wait. wait. We weren't suited to his presidency? Yes, correct. Oh, man. Richard Nixon used to eat dog biscuits. I thought you were going to say dog piss. Nope. During feeding time for his lovely dog checkers, Nixon would often nibble on the biscuits as he fed them to the dog, lost in thought. Well, just absentmindedly nibbling. Uh, yep. Just, uh, I'm, I'm just joining back in now. Can yeah, you guys yeah. hear me? After Hello. Some, uh, Welcome. After we're talking some minor dick. tech issues. I heard dog biscuits. I heard dog biscuits. I'm immediately intrigued. Mm-hmm. We were trying to slow play it, but Hannah has been like having technical issues for the last like 15 minutes. So <laughs> we're talking about Nixon. He, he's a weirdo. We're talking about all the weird shit he did. We apparently he's a depressive, he's but depressive, seems but like a narcissistic like a depressive. depressive. Um, oh, it's it's terrible. I mean, he's a strange cat. <laughs> yeah. So beyond the um, beyond the muttering, go on, go on. Uh, and the last thing I have, I mean, besides the fact that him and his wife lived in separate houses and barely talked to each other, which is just more of like a sad life fact. Yeah. Uh, he was a terrible golfer. Uh, <laughs> while Nixon played golf every day, he was so bad that the CIA would often pretend to not watch because they felt so bad for him as he had, quote, no athletic ability, not even to oh. fish or golf. <laughs> oh. oh. Do you imagine being so unathletic that it comes out when you're fishing? <laughs> yeah, well, that's yeah. I mean, that's the whole thing with like fishing or golf. Casting is such a simple, simple, it's just a wrist ability. flick, right? Yeah, Eric just demonstrated it. It's Easy. so, it's so. Romy was gearing up. I thought he was gonna. Uh, 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 you thought? Uh, like oh, he threw the. He threw. This is some solid. It, you guys at home wish you could fucking see this Zoom meeting. Yeah, so much good. So many, I don't know. Work. Fishing is the is the least amount of physical activity that you can do while still drinking a beer that you can tell your wife afterwards and be like, "It was a hard day out there," but you know what? We did it. <laughs> you can so you can knock on your wife's door and say, "Honey, are you you there? Um, I, I fished Honey. today. I Honey, fished today. There? I fished today. I would love it if you let me see the kids. <laughs> I did something. You can't keep doing this, Reggie. You have to call ahead. Okay, get out. Get the fuck out. <laughs> That's what the judge said. But he also That's said what if the I judge- get out of the house and I actively come over afterwards, I can kiss the kids. No, he said you had to get out of the house. I have fish. <laughs> <laughs> I bought it. <laughs> <laughs> He's got, just got like a, a, a saran wrap fish on a line. I have fish and I practiced kissing it on the fish. So if I could use these lips for my children, I'd really appreciate it because it's fresh in my mind. <laughs> Jeez, and then he he goes in. He's walking around like this family isn't ready for Dick Nixon. <laughs> <laughs> They're not ready for me. <laughs> God damn it, Pat. Where are my children? <laughs> Did Nixon have children? I'm completely... Yeah, I think so. Ooh. 
I don't know. Weird. I feel like Nixon had children strictly for the family image. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I feel like I'm tempted to look up what Richard Nixon's children are doing right now, but uh, I feel like that might be a... Nah. I feel like that's a breach of privacy. All right. Well, well, time out. What would you rather hear about? Richard Nixon's children or Richard Gere's sex life? Richard Gere's <laughs> yeah. sex life. Let's get into it. Because who knows if this is real or not? <laughs> God, I hope so. Is this the thing? He's never spoken as to... One way or another. But let's talk about it. Okay. Several years ago, they say, Richard Gere was admitted into the emergency room at a Los Angeles hospital with a foreign object lodged in his rectum. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Some say Gere was alone when he arrived. Others say he was accompanied by a friend. Former love interest Cindy Crawford tops the list. Mm. In any case, an x-ray was taken, and it was determined that a foreign object was a gerbil. Either alive or dead (laughs) at that point. (laughs) Depending on who tells the story. Mr. Gear was rushed to surgery, where it literally took a team of doctors to extract the unfortunate animal. Some say the gerbil was found to have been shaven and declawed. Others claim it no. to have been encased in a special plastic pouch. Not noted here, but I would guess a condom. There are even those who have said that the gerbil was Gear's own beloved pet, appropriately named Tibet in this variant. I'm sorry, in appropriately any case, named? That's what people mean when they say free Tibet. Oh, (laughs) stick it up your ass. (laughs) In any event, no, 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 get it out of his ass. In any (laughs) event, when the gerbilectomy was done, the medical team was sworn to secrecy, unsuccessfully, obviously. Yeah. And Gear went on his merry way, suffering no permanent damage other than harm to his reputation. Oh, man. I have a, can I, I have a thought. Yes. Okay. I just feel like there are, like four or five different asshole sized rodents yeah. that I would put in before a gerbil. The gerbil's the big one, right? Uh, gerbils are like mouse sized. A hamster. A hamster. Like the, the big, the big. No, that's giant a that's a that's a guinea that's pig. A guinea pig. Oh, okay. That's a pig. I feel like if if a guy can't, I don't know. There's a lot of I, as much as I would love to believe that there is some echelon of sexual boredom that leads to animals going in asses there seems to be a lot of holes in this story i will say for the people who uh have come on later into the show and didn't hear the earlier part which might be negligent (laughs) on my part um yeah that story's not real i just think it's i just (laughs) (laughs) oh no his name just came up and i thought why not toss it yeah 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 (laughs) I don't know. I feel like in a, in a couple months, I'll be like, I think I heard that somewhere. Yeah, I you mean, will. Technically, <laughs> technically, if we say the disclaimer at the end of all of this, is that illegal? <laughs> I just like the idea of a declawed gerbil. A declawed gerbil is just a gerbil without any hands or feet. There's yeah, no, like, mean, no, one, no one's going to get in there with tiny like microscopic scissors and give a trim to a gerbil. They're just going to chop... So the idea that Richard Gere had a stumpy, shaved gerbil, there's just better things to put up there. Well, here's yeah. what, here's my thought, right? If you have to say, like, if you have to think, like, all right, let's get in his head. What's he thinking about? Right. Like, your vibrator runs out of batteries. And he's like, mm. I want something up there that's that's moving, that's right. giving me some feeling of life. Yeah. And so you, you take... 
you know, you your gaze goes across the room. You see, you know, mini bar in the hotel room. You see pillows on the bed. You see cage for your gerbil. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what are you going to do there? Like, you're in a pinch. You're so with he, your gear. He kind of just Kaiser Soze'd himself into having a gerbil up his butt. <laughs> yeah, by looking around <laughs> the room. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I think the most discrediting thing about this is that they even mentioned that Cindy Crawford might be involved in this yeah, why, scheme. Why drag her into yeah. it? That's yeah. I, I don't know. If, if if I'm going to trust the person that on TV tells me about how a certain melon extract is going to rejuvenate my skin in such a way mm-hmm. that I'll never uh, I won't be old. Yeah. Uh, is also linked to this Richard Gear thing. I mean, how am I ever going to buy that product? Is how that am what I ever going to trust? <laughs> is he hawking skincare now? No, no, no. Uh, uh, Cindy Crawford. Crawford. Oh. You, out of the two of those, you immediately went to Richard Gear for the skincare line. I, I, <laughs> I got, got lost in the, the hypothetical. Hannah, you're muted. Um, he's got flawless skin. <laughs> <laughs> Hannah's just been screaming he's got flawless skin <laughs> into a muted I zoom to, to nothing. That's that's how my that's yeah. He does look what, good for his age. Question, you know what happened what happened to Richard Gere? Because I feel like he was in a lot of stuff earlier on in our life. And then at some point in the early two thousands I saw him in a movie called The Mothman Chronicles. I think that and and the gerbil rumor honestly tanked his career. Poor guy. Uh, yeah. Really? Yeah. I feel like he was the better Edward James almost, and that guy got Battlestar Galactica. Well, his bread and butter was like women twenty eight to forty six, you know, and and then the, the whole world, the, like at the time, they told they told him they're putting gerbils up his butt. He turned a lot of people off. Yeah, I also feel like this is one of those rumors that uh, what's it? It's like the Marilyn Manson rumor. The, oh, the, the, rib the ridge, cage. yeah, the rib which where... which which I had heard about Michael Jackson. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I feel like it's like the the rumor. I mean, have any of you guys heard the rumor where yeah, Marilyn Manson surgically removed one of his ribs so that he could fillet himself? Right. Yes. Right. Yes, I have heard that. I so feel he like could that was suck a, his own Richard. Yeah, that was a pre. Uh-huh. That was a pre uh, internet rumor that got to everyone. It's it's one of these things where it's like. It's absurd, right? But it sounds real enough. It fits enough with the character that you're like, I'll, I'll share this the next time someone says that person's name. Yeah, and I think and everybody quick, thinks so yeah. quickly. You're like, you're you're five people down, and just when you hear the you hear the name, you're inclined to uh, jump in with a fun story. You know what? Listen, I get it. Now we're on to Dick Pound. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Dick Pound, head of the World Anti-Doping Agency, vice president of the International Olympic Committee. Nothing more interesting th- about him than his name. Dick, Dick Pound. Pound. Spell Pound for me? P-O-N-D. Exactly like how you would think Pound is spelled. P-O-U-N-D? P-O-U-N-D. Uh, huh. Oh. How's Dick spelled? Guess. <laughs> D-I-C-K? You bet. His name's Dick Pound. All right, we're going to talk about the next Richard. That's Richard Angelo. He's an American. Wait, 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 wait. I'm processing this. Dick Pound. So he's the Olympic Committee head. So if you get caught for Royd and up, Dick Pound comes after you. Listen, all I'm saying is that in the film Icarus, Icarus, Dick Pound is the man that goes after the Russian scientist. (laughs) (laughs) 
So, so in every cl- elementary school class he attended in, they would look at their attendance sheet and say, pound dick? <laughs> well, no, people would be like, oh, Richard, right? No, dick. Excuse me, sir. No, it's dick pound. I feel like, I mean, he was also a, a Olympic level swimmer. Oh, there you so, go. So, you know, I, I feel like on a lot of the swimming, I guess they probably didn't have in the 60s that... Uh, the projection technique where they can put the name in the swim lane like when right, they do right, right. in the yeah, but yeah. uh i feel like pound dick would be <laughs> i looked down <laughs> by the ioc <laughs> oh my God. i wonder what the oh. have, has that been tested of like like if you're an athlete and you're just your real legal name is something that is offensive mm. what if it's in like a different language too of like will they air it on espn if you're if you're like if your name is just legally like like my like, name is like legally rabbit molestation or molestation yeah. rabbit <laughs> yeah oh. they would air rabbit molestation but molestation rabbit right that'd be crazy <laughs> yeah it'd be wild <laughs> <laughs> all right so uh we've got two more richards how much how much time do we have until we really need to start getting into the game um we, let's do let's do one more richard and then go to the okay, game one more richard and then we should we should just take a second to to eric Eric, Eric, you to wake hey up. Eric, Eric, are you awake? Eric, there Eric. you go. I'm awake. Eric, are you awake? <laughs> I'm awake. I've been awake this whole time. Oh, oh. <laughs> you thought you were asleep? <laughs> I had my eyes closed. <laughs> Your head was falling to the side. Eric, you were. Eric, I love you, but there's. Uh, listen, you sound like my dad when I wake him up from falling asleep. <laughs> I've been awake this whole time. <laughs> I'm not gonna be slandered. I feel like Dick Nixon. He's a good man. What you, Eric? What you should have done. What I thought was what I thought was happening is that you had taken a picture of yourself in front of the cats in your background, and then you had, then you had superimposed it and gone to get a snack. But then you started listening slightly to the right, so I assumed that you were asleep. But it doesn't matter. Let's get in this last Richard because last he's dick, a big last one. Dick. He's a big dick. His name is Sir Richard Francis Burton. Mm. He's born the nineteenth of March, eighteen twenty nine, eighteen twenty one, in Torquay, Devon, England. He's a British explorer, geographer, translator, writer, soldier, orientalist, <laughs> what? ethnologist. What? I'm sure that it meant something different back then. <laughs> um, cartographer, <laughs> ethnologist, <laughs> spy, cartographer, ethnologist, spy, linguist, poet, fencer, and diplomat. He seems to be genuinely one of those guys who just went to Oxford College and really had a time. Yeah. <laughs> so... He was a uh, explorer, a British explorer. He explored the uh, Great African Lakes. He explored. He's one of the first men to fully traverse the Nile. Um, but he was a slightly off normal. You know, he wasn't your uh, right. uh, Mister uh, uh, Livingston uh, mm-hmm. or the other guy that he presumed. Um, in works and mm-hmm. letters, he extensively criticized colonial policies of the British Empire, even to the detriment oh. of his career. Okay. Although he aborted his university studies, he became a prolific and erudite author and wrote numerous books and scholarly articles about subjects including human behavior, travel, falconry, fencing, sexual practices, and ethnography. The most famous thing, though, that Sir Richard is known for is sneaking into Mecca during a time when non-Muslims were not allowed Ooh, into the city under punishment no, of death. No. That's oh, a no-no. Oh, big time in the 1800s. You can't be doing that. His drastic measures included... To create a believable disguise included circumcising himself. No, what? <laughs> what? 
darkening his skin with makeup, dyeing oh, his beard. Oh dyeing man, I was so on this hair. guy's side. Oh, oh yeah, dyeing his beard and hair. Yeah, and that's it. I've, I don't oh, know. oh, so he, so he, he dyed his beard and hair and yeah. trimmed his penis. Man, up until yeah, up that, until the, up until the black face. Yeah, I gotta say, I, mean, I gotta say, dick move. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Good run. Yeah, that was a good one, Romy. That was. <laughs> um, I don't know. The cool. I mean, let's just set aside the uh, the circumcision and the and the. Here's the thing. Uh, I could have left it out. Medieval blackface. I like the idea that he's like going to try to get into Mecca, and they're like, "Yep, yeah, fine." There's like millions of people trying to get in. We're yeah. not. There's no like. There's no guard. Like whatever. And then he's like. Uh, you, would you need to check my dick now? I'm circumcised, and they're like, "No, absolutely not." <laughs> I was like, "Well, you should check it he's to make sure I'm a around, real Muslim." He's no, walking no, 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 around sir. Mecca trying to find someone to check his dick. <laughs> yeah, sir, I you're, didn't do this for nothing, sir. You're clearly bleeding. Um, also, I think that there's something to like the British Empire being like, "We must find out what's happening in Mecca." <laughs> they all go to Mecca, and then them going and him going and being like. Yeah, they're just walking around a giant cube. Uh, it's got like a, it's got like a big shawl on it. I don't really, uh, I don't really Biggest know what they want me to do. They want me to walk between a couple of mountains, but that sounds like a lot. <laughs> Biggest surprise. Uh, everywhere I go, everyone's dicks covered. I really <laughs> thought it was going to be a difference. I really misjudged that situation, guys. <laughs> just bold. Next explorer. No need to circumcise. <laughs> <laughs> all right and i guess i just have i guess i just have one more final fact and it's my favorite richard fact of them all um you guys are aware of dick clark yep no mm-hmm. uh middle name wagstaff no who's this <laughs> and no like dick dick wagstaff clark that's it that's a good that's a good <laughs> <laughs> it's my favorite fact of the night i think yeah. i've seen that come up like three different times in this week without me researching it so Richard Wagstaff Clark. Wait, who is that though? The Prince of New Year's Eve, Romy. What do you mean? Who is what Dick Clark? What does that Clark? even mean? The Prince of New Year's Eve. Have you ever watched New the twenty-five thousand dollar pyramid? I don't even know what that is. Is that or a movie? Dick Clark's rocking New Year's Eve. No. Wow. Have you ever had a stroke, Romy? I, I like. I feel like you haven't said a single thing that connects to a thing. I does know. this help, Big Dick Wagstaff Clark? <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Thanks for all the the Richard knowledge, Joe. I, I suppose we'll move on to the game for the day. I, I'm today's game warden. Um, we're gonna keep it in the name theme. We're gonna play a little game I called New Nicknames. Um, you know how uh, you get Dick from Richard. That's that's kind of a leap, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna give you each uh, a name, and I want you off the top of your head to propose. You know, one a, a, a nickname that is uh, twice removed like that. You know, does that yeah. make sense? Yeah. Okay. So Richard becomes Dick. Um, Romy, let's start with you. All right. Stewart. Stewart? Yeah. And you can't uh, use stew. Big beef. Can't use <laughs> Big Beef because beef stew. Stewart. Two steps removed. Okay. Um you can go beef boy. There's a lot of like there's a lot of there's a lot of alterations. Mm-hmm. Big yeah. beef, beefy. Big beef okay. Boot. Uh I like it. Pot because hot. <laughs> you make stew in a pot. 
I like it. All right. <laughs> this is what you had in mind, Jake? Uh, I didn't have much in mind. <laughs> um, little, because Stuart Little. Mm. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> kind of just doing word association. <laughs> Mouse. Uh, okay, okay, okay. Good, good stuff. Um... I, I asked for uh, Jenny's help coming up with some names for this, and and she she put Romy on here. <laughs> hmm. Already a nickname, which is a nickname, right? But also very <laughs> nicknameable. I'd call you Seven Hills because <laughs> you're right. very Romy. Moving on to uh, to Hannah. Hannah, are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Martha. Oh, Garth? (laughs) (laughs) I feel like it's like shorter, but it still gets the gist of it. Yeah, Garth Stewart, yeah. I I felt that, I felt like it needed a hard G in it. Yeah. Because do you know how like Margaret gets changed to Peg? Nope. I didn't. Maggie. Peg is the nickname for Margaret. I know because my grandmother's name is Peg and her real name is Margaret. And another grandmother or another woman I know has the same nickname. I always thought Peg was a nickname for Peggy. I never thought that. No. Peggy? Peggy? Always. Marpeglia? Peggy is also also short for Margaret. No, what about Marpeglia? Wait, I changed my answer. I want Marpeglia to be the nickname for Martha. Okay, okay, okay. I want it to be longer and more intense. Okay, I support That's my it. answer. Yeah. All right, uh, Joe, you ready? Hit me with it. Barack, rock, Barack. Oh, Barack. I feel like I'd want to change it to Rock because there was a point in my life, my name is Joe Zoller, where I wanted to name my child Rock so that it would be like Rock Solid, like Rock Zoller. Um, but that's not what I would do. Now, it wasn't you a named rock. Your, it was if a you rock named your Zoller. kid Barack so you could, you could nickname him Rock Zoller. Um, <laughs> it's a slant rhyme, kid. You yeah, get it. Yeah, I guess. All right, you want a different one? Yeah, I don't want to get into. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't need to. It was a gotcha. Yeah, I don't need to start saying to be, I rock because you it know, wasn't supposed to be so troubling. Um, Amy, <laughs> Amy. <laughs> um, <laughs> more like uh, more like. like uh, Maya, <laughs> switch around the words, <laughs> switch around the letters, letters, <laughs> the anagram, or maybe blamey <laughs> because uh, she's the she's all the problems. Um, all right, I'll give you one more. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Is it possible to lose the end of the show game? Is that yeah. the, I think that's happening. All right, give me one more. Give me one more. Give me one more. Don't uh, give me one that's so short that I, I can't make yeah, up a yeah, nickname yeah, that's yeah, long. Okay, okay, okay. All right, Kelly. Um, <laughs> Kelly's Rose Beef. <laughs> I was going to say that. He's called Rose Uh Yeah, Kelly's Rose Beef. I don't know. I feel like Stuart and Kelly both have the same nickname of Beef. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Beef. I guess beef is a good one. Beef. 
beef. Okay. Okay. All right. Um, Ireland. Been- Ireland is not a bad one. Doesn't matter. Keep going. Okay. Go on, Eric. Okay. All right. Eric. Eric. Mm-hmm. New nickname mm-hmm. for Natalie. Natalie. Um. Spider. <laughs> That's the best one. That one wins, guys. Oh, I don't know. I thought beef was good. <laughs> you guys no, both chose like, beef. <laughs> no, I did not choose beef. Beef was thrust upon me by Romy. Eric, what's what's the Natalie spider explanation? It 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 makes sense because when you think about it, Natalie, Nat, Sand Nat, Insect, Creepy, Spider. I like it. I think it makes perfect sense. That works. It works. It works. All right. Does anyone does anyone have any outstanding business? Are we ready to bring this meeting to a close? Um, <sighs> anybody have any anybody have any more Richard stuff? <laughs> Jesus. All right. Thanks everyone for listening. Uh, we've been conspiracy. I'm Jake. Joined as always by Joe, Romy, Eric, and Hannah. Um, find us online at it's conspiracy that's our twitter uh you can find us on instagram at conspiracy loves you and you can email us at the meeting with conspiracy at gmail.com thank you for listening this is our 21st episode officially um and we really appreciate you hanging with us and sharing sharing uh sharing our stuff to who you can please tell your friends uh go on itunes and and leave us a a rating and a review because that helps us find new listeners yeah and if you leave us a review uh i'm just making this promise on behalf of everybody we'll read it on the podcast oh yeah we'll read any review you, oh, you big put time up there. Oh, yeah. and five, also, five stars also five subscribe star i think subscribe is something that we subscribe. haven't talked about we only have we, we only have 19 subscribers and we have about you know uh i'm not gonna put a number on our monthly listeners but it's far more than 19 so, so if you if it doesn't yeah. matter to you either way subscribe pop out there uh, subscribe uh click on it again tell your family I've said it before, gaslight them into thinking gaslight that, them. gaslight them, say, hey, you told me about this. It's weird that you're not talking about it. You should probably follow. Blast mm-hmm. it from speakers from your like porch or something. Mm-hmm. And then so people walking by are like, hmm, what's this? They shazam the amount of you know, The amount of podcasts that I've gotten turned on to just from being stopped at an intersection next to someone else who's listening to a podcast loudly it's in the tens of twenties. I I I I've, yeah. I've found a lot that way. I mean, make so, yourself annoying. Fart in an elevator and then say, "Huh, weird, right?" Uh, they'll <laughs> listen to the meeting. The what? And then you get off. Anyway, <laughs> that's been us. Uh, we'll see you next week. Thank you. Bye. 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 Nice. Yeah, I'll end my recording now.